Before we get into the episode, we'd just like to mention that due to the current global pandemic, we are conducting some of our discussions with guests on online mediums and therefore there might be some inconsistencies in audio quality in the conversations. Thank you so much for your understanding. Please note that the topics, issues and areas discussed in this podcast may cause distress to some listeners, as well as the possible use of bad language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Addressing the Elephant, the Mental Health Podcast. My name is Rachel and thank you for joining me and having a conversation about mental health and you know, as I say, addressing the elephant in the room, which in my opinion is mental health. We don't talk about it enough. Um, so for the next few um, episodes of the podcast, I have partnered with IACAT, the Irish Association of Creative Art Therapists, to kind of go through and explain what are the creative art therapies? There are five different modalities which they'll explain throughout. Um, there's art therapy, music therapy, drama therapy, dance and movement therapy and expressive therapy. I think are the five modalities in Ireland. But I suppose why did I want to record these podcasts is I am someone that I'm conscious that talk therapy does not work for everyone when they're processing um, whatever they're processing or for, you know, just feeling a bit better um, talk therapy counselling does not work for everyone and I have always been someone who enjoys using creative mediums both personally to you know express however I'm feeling but also in my work um, in social care for youth I use a lot of creative mediums particularly with youth to explore different topics and such like that um, and I've always been conscious of the creative art therapies and I thought you know this is a really interesting concept that I know about but I don't know I don't feel it's that widely known and so I was thinking oh I could do some some podcasts on it explaining what it is and I was kind of taken aback in the sense that I was like who am I to talk about all these different things from an uneducated perspective and to pretend I know what I'm talking about essentially so I reached out to uh, IACAT as I said, the Irish Association of Creative Art Therapists are the organisation which, you know, to be an art and creative therapist in Ireland, you have to be registered. You have to be abiding by all of the same accreditation and uh, regulations and such as talk therapists would be. And so IACAT are the organisation that oversees this. So I'm delighted in the next few episodes to speak with some uh, art therapists. Um, in this episode in particular, I talked to Rachel O'Leary. So Rachel O'Leary is a newly qualified uh, art therapist. She's been involved in the IACAT Council for the past uh, year or so. We're going to have a conversation about what IACAT is, what it does. And I mean, as it always, it's going to talk a little bit about creative art therapies, but essentially kind of explaining what IACAT is, what they do and um, going from there. And then after that, we're going to have a few episodes um, talking with loads of different people. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you enjoy this series. And thank you as always for listening. I'm delighted to be joined by Rachel um, from IACAT. Rachel, hi, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Before we kind of get into uh, what IACAT is and what they do, tell us a bit about yourself and who you are. Um, so my name is Rachel and I am an art therapist and I am a council member of IACAT. How long have you been involved in the art therapy world? 
or the creative so, art therapy world? Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been involved in the creative arts world for years and years. Um, I go, it goes way back, but I began to study art therapy um, over three years, well, four years ago. Um, I did the three years master's degree in, in CIT Crawford. And then this January, then I began to practice art therapy because as I was qualified and accredited. I'd say that's been a, a nice change for you to get, get into it now and not just be in the theory side of it. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. Um, it was very difficult, um, the graduating through the lockdown, but it was fantastic that we still made it through, we, you know, um, because there is certain things like um, uh, client hours, clinical hours that had to be made up and uh, therapy hours and stuff like that that had to be completed. Um, and it was helpful for it towards the thesis, though, but, um, you know, being at home. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that was really helpful. But um, but that transition, it, it was difficult then into becoming a professional practicing therapist. You know, there was just that kind of gap missing. Mm -hmm. um, of an ending and a beginning you know um but it's fantastic now to be up and going um I, I work in a school one day a week at the moment and I'm just beginning to set up my own practice part-time as well so um IACAT has been very helpful as well in that process too it's they've been a fantastic support mm -hmm. so far oh that's great well best of luck with it um and I suppose we're we've said it enough times and we're talking about mm -hmm. IACAT so what is yeah. um IACAT and for those of you who are, are listening in um when we say IACAT it's I-A-C-A-T so it's the Irish Association of Creative Art Therapists am I yes. correct in that you are yes um <laughs> so the Irish Association of Creative Art Therapists um, the governing body um, we are the voice and we are the presence of the we, we call ourselves cats creative art therapists in Ireland so we are a professional accredited body and we uphold the professional standards code of conduct and conduct and ethics um, of working art therapists in or creative art therapists in Ireland um, so I suppose yeah. for for people that may not know um, in terms of what, what you're talking about, like in accredited and, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that sort of thing, I suppose I, I would know because I'm involved in the mental health realm, but uh, maybe as standard people don't know, like when when you go to a counsellor or a therapist or a talk therapist, these people have to be accredited, they have to be trained, they have to, you know, abide by, like you said, different codes of ethics, they have to have, you know, supervisors to kind of help them debrief and offload and stuff like that so I suppose IACAT is just the overarching head for when we're talking about creative art therapists yeah so to define creative art therapists is there there are five modalities of uh, creative art therapists in Ireland so we have art therapists music therapists drama therapists and dance and movement therapists and expressive art therapists as well so um, we support and govern all five modalities um, each modality of our therapy must have a level nine master's degree and in achieving that they have to have a background in like psych psychology, psychotherapy, um, social behavioral or human development or like social sciences like mm -hmm. they'd, they'd come from a background of that and then they'd study the master's degree. Um, you know they it's a clinical practice as well so it, it's very important that you know it's there, you have a supervisor like a psychotherapist would um you'd have supervision you would 
you know, you'd have to follow the code of conduct, there's guidelines, it's, it's regulated, um, you know, so it has to be above board, you know, and we have, um, we have to follow, you know, to make sure everyone is safe. Um, there are a bit of issues with these small courses popping up every now and again, you know, like um, a 10 week creative art therapy mm -hmm. course or this and that or an art therapy thing comes up and people would do those and think then, oh, can I be an art therapist now or can I be a music therapist? And you can't because it's not safe. You know, if you're going into an in-depth kind of like psychological process with someone, you know, you have to be trained to support them correctly and, you know, like ensure that the client is getting what they need and the support they need. And, you know, there's also for the person as well, for the art therapist or the creative art therapist, they have to be safe as well. You know, so it's a whole process and it's that's why the IACAT the are there as well, because you know, if you are registered with IACAT, they, they support you then in developing your practice and growing in your skills and knowledge. And they you produce, like, they oversee training and stuff like that. Um, or if there's ever an issue, you can contact them and they're very supportive as well. They're also there for clients as well, or, you know, for like people that access the use of our therapists as well. There is a, there is a support there as well on the other side of that. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. so I suppose uh, the way I'm, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, processing the information, shall we say, yeah. is okay. that it's not necessarily that, oh, I'm just going in, having the crack, drawing a picture or doing a <laughs> bit of movement or whatever, that it is actually a therapeutic psychological process or psychological is probably the wrong word to use, but it's a therapeutic yeah. process. And it's it's more than just because I feel that in in my opinion um because i would have a bit of knowledge about the creative art therapies i think art therapy is the one that has kind of half a toe in the door that people have heard of it and that's about mm -hmm. it and then the rest of them they're just kind of like oh, sure, that's just a bit of music or that's a bit of movement but actually it is a lot more than that and and like you're saying it is important that people have these proper qualifications because you know even for me i use music and i use art and i know sometimes the things that come up through that for me as someone who's experienced it is difficult enough so could you imagine if you're trying to help someone process that and you're not like properly trained or um qualified to do so um so definitely i i agree with the idea that um and i support that iacat is saying that people have to be like properly accredited yeah so it is an evident evidence-based healthcare profession um underneath it all like it is and it is a clinical practice as well um so i suppose to look at it it's it's like a triangular relationship. So you'd have, you know, you'd have your, your typical talk therapy. So it'd be, you know, the therapist, the client. But um, for the creative art therapies, you have the, um, the client, the therapist, and you have um, the modality. So you'd have, you know, like if it's dance, you'd have dance and each are equal in, in the relationship. And the art is like I'm going to speak for art because I suppose I know myself from my own experience, but I, I, I know it translates into the others as well. It's, you know, so like some people find it difficult to talk, but they do need to process something and they do need support. The art is is a fantastic tool because it it, it can communicate a lot more than someone realizes. Um, they're communicating and they say like, oh, I'm not good at art. I can't do that. Or I can't dance. I can't do dance movement. Or I 
no way am I going near drama or you know so, mm-hmm. so they'd have people would have these kind of things where these hang-ups that they think oh I can't do this you know but I think for me the less experience with art clients that have the less experience with art that come in actually reveal more in their work and they access it more honestly and openly and you know whereas someone that like myself I would have had a very strong background and I had to come in and to be the client and do the art therapy and at the beginning I was very guarded and I knew how to guard certain things you know and I I knew how to set things out (laughs) at the beginning I was very aware of what I was drawing how I was drawing so when you come across a client that doesn't have much experience in create like they could be creative but they mightn't understand it very well or or have spent much time with their creativity it's much more open than to building a really developing a real process a real authentic process and it's really it's just a safe space to just let loose and and express it suits all ages um you don't need to you know be um proficient as you were saying Rachel in um in a scale of creativity like you can just you just bring yourself and you you just be open to a creative process um you you don't need any skills any any skills in creative like in dance or music or anything like that and you don't need to bring anything with you either you just need to turn up and you just work from there and that's the most important thing is just to try and open up to the creative process and I suppose going into this understanding that it's not about the creativity aspect it's about the therapeutic side of it so you're using the creativity as a as a medium um and being mindful yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and the process process is it's the process is amazing you know there's so much depth and knowledge and learning um and just being in the process of creating and I think that is that's the richness is Mm -hmm. of the therapy is in the process and I I do feel expression is something we all want to do but we're all restricted you know um by I suppose our own egos really to kind of you know Mm -hmm. um, our own egos and and the ideas and expectations of others of others yeah definitely and I suppose uh, spinning off from that as an organization as you know a professional yourself how do you feel like you said that you know creative art therapies are evidence-based and they're clinical and all that sort of stuff but that doesn't mean that they're um, given the same amount of weight or credit behind their uh, benefit as say more the mainstream like talk therapies and stuff so from a yeah an organization's perspective of IACAT or from your perspective as a professional how do you feel society views um, creative art therapies do do they view them do they acknowledge that it exists or is it definitely something um, that needs more um, understanding around or more amplifying uh, what it is Yes, that's a good question. I suppose um, when I say I'm an art therapist, sometimes I'm tempted to go, I'm an art psychotherapist, you know, because I want I want it to be taken serious because when I say art therapy, you know, I would get met with, oh, could you paint a mural on the wall there, you know, in the office? Like, or, or God, could you turn some relaxation music there and now do a bit of painting? That would be lovely, you know. <laughs> And I think it just takes away from that, you know, I studied three years, I completed a level nine masters, you know, like, 
you know, I blood, sweat and tears and clinical, you know, like, you know, processes and stuff like that, that there's more to it. And I think sometimes rarely I meet someone that has been through an art therapy process and they understand it and they get it. And sometimes they can't even put words on it, but they get it, you know. Um, uh, so there's definitely, you know, lucky for me, I suppose, that I went, I've come at this as an art therapist. But, you know, if dance movement, expressive therapies like these, I, as you said, I'm a toe in the door, but, um, but it's slowly, I think it's progressing and changing. And I think once people, um, the more I think it's used and the more it's practiced, I, the more understanding it will get, you know, and it'll become more solid as it's kind of met with a kind of fluffiness at the moment sometimes, mm-hmm. if, you know. Yeah. And um, I think yeah. coming out of the, the, the last 18 months of a pandemic, I think, yeah people are going to be people have been struggling and I think people are going to continue to struggle but trying to find the ways to process what we've gone through or um, deal with things and it could be in a short-term process it could be in a longer-term process but sometimes like words words can't explain how you're feeling or you can get to a deeper level using um, another medium Um, so hopefully one for one it's a bad thing to say but one benefit from the pandemic (laughs) might be that people might start to seek these I don't want to say alternative therapies because it's a, it's a legitimate therapy, but alternative to talk therapy is what I mean. Yeah, I would hope so as well. And I, I do feel like the pandemic is a good um, way of explaining how it would support someone. So you've been through, we've all been through a pandemic. We all know, we all know we're feeling a little different. We all know we have been through something, but we can't really name, like we can't name the change or, you know, how how it's affected us completely but if you were to use the, the creative art therapies that would be a fantastic way of just really kind of getting into it and processing it and you know kind of getting it out of your system and moving forward you know um so I do think as you were saying it's a really good time to be a creative art therapist um you know going forward you know we we definitely we definitely, definitely have the tools to support people in processing what, what they have been through in the, in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about creative art therapists mm-hmm. in Ireland, yeah. ballpark, like how many creative art therapists would there be across the island as a whole? I know when it comes to counsellors and psychotherapists and stuff like that, I know in the Galway kind of area alone, there's probably a good 150, 200 um, that cover the Galway area. They might be abroad or, or in different areas, but I suppose creative art therapy is separate so how does IACAT know kind of roughly it, it I think IACAT is the only organization in Ireland that people can be registered for um for creative art therapists so I, I'm not asking for exact numbers but do you have some sort of ballpark figure of how many creative art therapists would be in in Ireland um I think we were looking at I think it was between three and four hundred registered working creative art therapists but there is more than that. There is like way more, but they would be hidden in, you know, like um, they would be under different work. Like they'd be trained as an art therapist, but they'd be working, you know, as arts and health or, you know, under um, school completion programs, you know, like things like okay. that. Okay. But so I don't then... know if I, I don't know if I have that number right now, uh, about three, 
to 400. <laughs> but there, there, there's a decent amount, shall we say. Um, it's it's not as if there's a there's about 20 floating around. There's a, there's a decent amount of the different mod- modalities. Now, I know um, there's probably different amounts of different therapists. And yeah, and I think right- there's more, sorry. more, sorry, more. We have our therapists are the more dominant, I mm-hmm. think, in figures. Um, and then I think the least actually we I think it's only three. Um, expressive art therapists we have in Ireland registered with IACAT because they had to study outside of Ireland but they had all the requirements in their um, education to meet the standards here in Ireland to Mm -hmm. register with IACAT. Okay yeah because I know um, there would probably be people trained in art therapy or creative therapy um, but they might be working say in residential or they might be working in residential mental health. So they're, they're maybe using it as part of their work, but they're not working as an art therapist or a yeah. music therapist or something like that. Yeah. And especially if they had studied like, um, say, in the like 10 years plus back, like because I think the art therapy, like a lot of art therapists are successful. It, they, it took a lot of drive and they probably kind of created um, the words are gone. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might have put their own path and kind of created their own path towards um where they are today in, in working with creative arts yeah and set up a set up a private practice yeah mm-hmm. so they probably a lot a lot of our therapists would set up a pri- private practice um and that would kind of keep them going and I think I suppose just for me like the the overarching um f- sense I'm getting out of what what we've spoken about today is I've always thought that talk therapy doesn't work for everyone and there are other ways that people can work through and process it and creative mm-hmm. art therapies is one way that that can be done and it is as equally as credit accredited and to as equal of a standard as talk therapies and psychotherapies maybe in in some instances it's probably more um <laughs> strict on its accreditation because it's trying to um stamp its place on on, on things um, if people wanted to find out more information about iacash where would they go what would they kind of look for um, yeah, so if you want to know more about IACAT, um, we have a website and it's uh, www.iacat.ie um, and there's a lot of information on there. Um, you can, if you are looking for a creative art therapist, there is Find a Therapist um, on it. We have, we also have um, a journal um, that we're an online journal that, that's accessible as well our journal is called polyphony and it's fantastic so it's a mix of articles um and it's and podcasts so and it's so it, yeah it's a peer review journal as well um and it's evidence-based articles so it's fantastic um resource as well for people to just it's 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 for kind of create creating connections between the creative art, thera- art therapies as well so it's a fantastic resource um for people just to go on and have a read through um mm-hmm. so we also have um an Instagram account and we have a Facebook account um, so you can find us on Instagram and IACAT so I-A-C-A-T again underscore Ireland and to find us on Facebook it's IACAT Ireland you just type that into a search bar and IACAT will come up um, yeah and there's just and they're very busy actually there's lots going on there so um, whatever's kind of going on the website is advertised through the um, social media. Mm-hmm. And I think even following, say, the Instagram or something like that is a good way to even slowly, if you're thinking about it, slowly introduce yourself into the world of creative art therapies that you're even just seeing, you know, say an art therapist introducing themselves themselves or just seeing what's going on. It could be a way as someone who's thinking about 
creative art therapy or someone who is thinking about it for someone else or whatever to just open the gates a little bit and try and get some information and try and uh, find out a little bit about it before plunging headfirst in yeah no so definitely like um i cash as well they have like emails and, the, and there's a contact um information as well on the website that if you do want to know more like if you're thinking about studying a creative art therapy um do get in touch um there's also we do provide training as well for our members and we do the training some some trainings that we do do um would extend to people to non-members so that you know say if there was a music uh, therapy group that would we might set up six sessions and someone might want to try it out but it's also good for the creative art therapies to cross over into other modalities as well and see how you know music therapy works how drama therapy works you know and so it's a fantastic resource as well so these are ongoing and they pop they spring up every now and again and we try to find you know what's going on in like what what the needs are great stuff so all of the socials there it's iacat.ie iacat ireland and everything i'm sure you're easy yeah. enough to find rachel thank you so much for chatting with me this evening thank you very much as well rachel i hope you enjoyed that episode and that chat i had with rachel um the introduction to iacat and all of the things creative art therapies the next episode that's going to come out, I'm going to be talking to Heidi and Heidi is an art therapist and also um, a member of the IACAT Council. And then after that, we'll be talking to a drama therapist, dance and movement therapist, music therapists, expressive art therapists. Um, so if there is any more information you do want to find out about IACAT or any of the creative art therapies, be sure to check out their social media, as we said in the podcast. Um, but it's iacat.ie is their website and I can get you a lot of information. Um, as always, thank you for joining us for our conversation. And if you want to follow uh, The Green Elephant on any social media, um, it's at thegreenelephant.ie on Instagram and Facebook. And it's Green Elephant MH on Twitter and if you have any questions or any thoughts for episodes or anything like that and do share them with us as always thank you for listening and thank you for engaging in the conversation address the elephant in the room your mental health matters